Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? All right, away we go with what would Brady do today. It's brought to you by our friends at MMP Guns, and uh, I heard Brett's commercial. Yeah. Go get shotgun it. Shotgun Spectacular. Shotgun Spectacular, which I love. The Shotgun Spectacular is ready to go. There's going to be a lot more shotgun weddings. Yeah, so you I, might as well have a Shotgun Spectacular at MMP Guns. It's right there on uh, Indian School and 12th Street. If you want to head on over there, MMP Guns inside there, Mo Money Pond, uh, and you can get everything, everything you've ever imagined, and then hop on in there and uh, grab yourself anything you need for the ammo, the gun, all the stuff that goes with a gun, the sights. They do great work. They, they're experts on top of it all. I don't know if they're building still. Do they still build? Yeah. They'll yeah build they're, and it. they're stocked up, too. I yeah. mean, I had them put a new trigger in one of mine, and just they did it. Yeah. You know, took care it's of it. very fine. close to my one-year anniversary of buying a pump there. I That's got right. Gauge, yeah. That's right. You should celebrate with another one. Why not give your pump another pump? That's right. A, a husband and wife. You get one for it's a run. It's tempting. His and hers pumps. <laughs> If you're going to do it, there's only one place to do it. Mo Money Pond, MMP Guns, right inside there. Uh, they bring you what would Brady do? Brady, pink these are, pump. Yeah, get a pink punk, pump and a black pump. Ooh. <laughs> That's a big pump. Are you ready? Ready. Here you go. Dear Brady, my brother has a huge issue on his hands, and he's asked for my help. Long and short of this, he wants me to go pee in a cup and give a blood test for him at uh, for a job. The facility that he's being sent to will not know it's him. We look almost exactly alike. I just use his ID and his papers. Uh, it will be easy. He will fail a drug test, no question. Uh, I'm 26 years old, and this stuff is beneath me and behind me, but my brother needs the job to get him back on the straight and narrow. Would you do it? Harvey. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see anything. <laughs> you would do it? If you and your brother looked enough alike... And he needed some help. He just recently did some meth here's, or something. Here's the reason why I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Just what you just said right there. Yeah, he's not if he's, if he's doing meth and he's got a problem, yeah. then I'm not. You're just, you're basically um, enabling. Yeah. Also, I don't know the rules on this. Aren't you falsifying documents and like doing illegal when stuff? When it comes down to it, like you if can they get in were, trouble. You know, sure they don't look or anything like that. But how would you like to be that one that they finally? Right. That's a. I you're trying it's to pull a fast felony. One. Could be. I don't know what the rule is. I don't know if that's actually against the law. If they just get out of here and your brother doesn't get the job. But what if you go through it, pass all the tests, and then they find out it's not you? Or how about this? They take a and, blood test. And your company finds out. This is crazy. Yep. What ifs? You take a blood test and come back that you're, you know, B. And uh, then your brother has an accident at work and the records are there and then they start shoving the wrong blood in him or something. I don't know. Like you got all sorts of untruths brewing around and I just wouldn't even want to risk. I'm not doing it. Only yeah. because I answer that question of would I ask my brother to do that for me? Right. And I would not. Right. 
I'd pee, I made I'd that pee in a of- jug for you. Oh yeah, for a piss test or something. If, yeah. if you had to just take it in, I'd do that. But I'm not giving my blood. If if it was for, again, it's the situation. If he's if my brother's uh, not stopping the uh, the meth right. habit or what have you, I'm not helping him by peeing in that cup. Yeah, I'm not going to send him off to a job. Yeah, but again, maybe this is the thing that you're like. I'm trying to because in his mind he's like I'm trying to help him get a job and then then I'm we'll also work on not the other thing. A- I'm not going to go to my brother and ask him to do that from right. Me. But so you're that's, not you're that's not how in that I, situation. If you had something where you're like, hey, this could, you could help me out. I'm not going to do this anymore. This job means something to me. And you came to me and some piss in this cup. I'd be like, okay. They don't do it that way anymore. You actually have to go but down I to like even, a lab. You know, again, I wouldn't ask you to do that. Sure, you me. would. You take dumps and sinks. What depends are you crazy? On, like you'll it depends do it. on the job. <laughs> Yeah, I'd pee in a cup for it. Once needles are involved, you're on your own. I'm not giving my blood to a situation. The DNA sample that I'm going to hand over to some lab, and it comes back that you've got, you know, yeah, you got to peeing in a cup's different. If we could get away with that, I'm all for it. But blood tests? How about you uh, work harder on sobering up your brother? Yeah. That's a tough one. Would you do it? No, I think I'm kind of with you. I mean, I would piss in a cup just to yeah. help him pass that thing, but I'm not. I'm not going full on. Yeah, I'm not helping with, with that. Blood. You know. Yeah. Looks like he needs a job. They don't do blood testing till he can get back on the straight and narrow. Unless he's like living with me, I'm trying to get him the hell out of there. There's, then I'm like, well, oh, you know, uh, maybe. Oh, <laughs> That's true. If he's living with me, I'm going to give him vial after yeah, vial. Any of way my, to get yeah. the hell out of my yeah. house, I'll give him an organ to get out. You can't print for urine, so I think you're pretty. <laughs> That's safe. true. Boy, the blood thing, though. Yeah, have your brother get, uh, you know. Well, and you're not doing much if he is living with you, too, if he's still on the hooch. He's going to milk you more. Yeah. I've had the, I went one time in my life for one of those tests. It was over on University and 48th Street where everybody has eventually gone for a blood and urine test for a job. I think it was supposed to go at the, I was going to work at the Buttes and, uh, my friend worked there, and he was going to get me a job there. I failed their personality test, which I didn't know was a thing. But they give you this, like, 40-page thing, and they're like, we just want you to be honest. I'm like, okay. First question is, like, ever stolen anything from a workplace? Oh, and how? Yes. Check that box. Uh, anything larger or more expensive than pencils and paper? Oh, yeah. Yep. And then I'm going through the thing just being honest. And then they're like, well, you're a thief. And I'm like, wait a second. You, you don't I, – I was truthful, though. Like, why ask the question if you just want everybody to tell you no? Because then they they're know a thief and the a liar. amount of robes and towels that have been walking sure. if you got hired there. Well, I would have probably stolen from them pencils. <laughs> Desk stuff, I didn't even think of it. So then before I even had to go through this, I wasn't getting the job. But I went down there, and I could sit in that lobby and go, not going to pass, not going to pass. Not. It's just a bunch of dudes who look just beaten. Like, the reason you get sent down there is because you got a job that most people uh, who apply for it are on drugs. Otherwise... Like it's it's not like not a lot of CEO positions where like well let's just do a drug test real quick make sure you're on the straight and narrow it's like they it's for jobs where people most of the time have a drug habit now you know after you do those and you get that you know how to answer them now yeah you lie you, you anytime you get one of them, you lie through your teeth I see what yeah. they're doing I, here I thought oh this is some sort of a thing to catch me in lies so I better just tell the truth the whole way told the truth the whole way and they called me up they said well you stole from your last employer I'm like yeah but you asked me. I just told you yes. And it wasn't like – it was a pretty good amount, but it wasn't like – it was pretty regular too. We were stealing a lot of money from Tony Romans. Like a buck here, $10 here, $5 here. We, we had a system. 
And we stole ribs all the time. You know, the interviewer's sitting there going, idiot. Yeah. Well, really? You're well, telling you the just, truth? Well, I'm a, Come on. I'm a guy thinking, <laughs> the only one. I'm thinking this is a psychological exam. And John, the, you're the only yeah. one out of 40 candidates. Exactly. <laughs> right. <I'm> a, <laughs> you realize how stupid you were in there. Like, every, like, you're the only one that didn't get the job based on the personality exam. But they call it a personality exam. I thought it was some psycho babble test that could tell when you're lying. So I just I went right down the list. Have you ever... Uh, dated an employee. Of course. It's the whole point of working in a restaurant. Now you're never going to be in politics. No. Well, I couldn't. Now I know how to do it. Oh, I know how to do it. I just thought that that, that this was designed to make it so I was exposed. Like, oh, I'll just tell them. And I told the truth, and they weren't even interested. So, yeah, you can't do a blood test for someone else. That's just dumb. There's got to be some legal ramification to that. Get your brother. Get your brother some help. Uh, Dear Brady, my mother and I had an abortion talk over the weekend, like everyone else did, I guess. Uh, And I confessed to her in a roundabout way that I offered money to a friend in college for her abortion. It wasn't mine, but the girl needed a ton of help, and she was in a real mess. Well, my God, did all hell break loose at our house. I'm no longer allowed in my mother's home. The last text she said, never talk to me again. I can't believe I raised a murderer. (laughs) I didn't expect this at all. What she didn't hear was the part where I didn't ever give her the money, and the girl never had the abortion. Do I go back in and lie about this, try to fix it? It's going to seem like I'm telling a story now. How do I get over this one, Kenneth? What is he lying about? Because he didn't give the money. It's going to look like a lie. If he he goes back in now and says, oh, it never happened. I go, if that's the case, then be honest about it. Your mom's was, Yeah, and that's a little extreme for mom. To, you know, years later. To offer to pay for someone's abortion and have your mom call you a murderer? Yeah. Yikes. And you didn't see it coming? Although I do have a couple of buddies whose moms have found religion late in life, and it's gotten weird. Like, they call regularly and tell them that they, you know, I want to see you and you're living a life of, you know. And they weren't religious people when I knew them as kids. And the, the mom's calling to say things like, you're, you'll be in hell, you know. Your kids are now going to never see their parents again. Like, why? It's like you're encouraging this kind of behavior and your kids are going to hell. And I want to, and she's, she's assured she's going to heaven because she found this new way, but she is like crazy and hard to, to talk to. Like, I, you know, there's, there's always that factor that kicks in. But yeah. I think in general, if you're being honest and say it didn't happen, but I did think about it. Or, and, you know, if that's the case. Right. The other side of it, if he did it as a kid, or, you know, not as a kid, but younger. Right. It's just a decision that you made to help a friend out on that situation. But you killed someone. Yeah. To hurt a mom. Is that, would that be an accomplice? Go back in and tell her what she wants to hear. Just like your interview. Yeah, exactly. Just tell them what you want to hear. This is the personality exam. What are you being so honest for? It clearly makes the employer angry. Go back in and make up some story, whatever it is, to make your mom okay. And bring in some dummy girl, some fake actress, yeah. and say, this is the girl I was talking about. She never had it. And this is her 21-year-old son. And I have a whole fake acting thing. Fix mom. Mom's gone off the rails. Holmberg's morning sickness. And I guess next time you... Do a little bit better uh, reading a person on how the reaction no, is. No, kidding. But you can't. But that abortion topic is good. Wait till Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. 
This is going to be shotguns going off left and right at Thanksgiving. I think there's enough time. Oh, no. Everybody's going to be cemented It'll in their position by then. Plus, the election will have just happened, and we'll have the states will have imagine. their positions. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare. I had a um, uh, cousin get married over the weekend. It was up in San Francisco. I couldn't go. It was this past weekend. Yeah. My mom went. But I can only imagine the discussion that was going on there because oh. it was like a family reunion. In San Francisco? In San Francisco. Oh, boy. Pride weekend, too. Bunny yeah. saw some of the festivities. Did you get in on it? I told her to. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Is there much time left? Give it a taste. I tried girl parts, Brady. Ah, I don't know how you boys do that. It tastes like the floor. Okay, what'd you do with Dad? How's he? Uh, he's fine. I kenneled him. <laughs> Did you just stay home? Yeah, he's staying. Somebody's lived with him for a couple days? Yeah. Getting him soups, crackers? Maybe. Blankets? Might have just left him there with a bowl of water. (laughs) Like one of them hamster things, he just licks some water. Hey, hey, girls' college volleyball. Uh, Dear Brady, my boyfriend doesn't get hard enough. There, I said it. Uh, It's running about 80% volume, and he needs some help. I cannot confront him about this. It will hurt him deeply if I say I'm not feeling it, literally. Oh. Uh, should I slip the blue pill in drinks, food, somehow tell him his uh, PP is not working and he is PP sensitive? We've had discussions about it before and it made him cry. Uh, his parents did a real number on his private parts and the way he thinks of them. Help me understand how to make a man harder, Tamara. Oh, you came to the wrong place. <laughs> I got answers. Uh, from what I have learned, here we go. Put your seatbelt on. Yeah. Don't be afraid if this is your uh, your husband or wife. Yeah, don't be afraid that that in the past that's been taboo topics. But if you're looking to increase the experience, have a better experience, be more adventuresome, or what have you, right. don't be afraid to talk about topics like that. But what but if the other person is afraid? She doesn't phrase like it. That's that's yeah. the tough part. Right. You can't say, oh, that, I know what you're feeling. Right. Your penis isn't hard enough. Yeah. How do you tap dance around that? He's got to know. He, he just doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear it. He's just a, a avoidance. That's a big thing. I would go back on um, thinking, okay, well, how would I handle that if I knew that? If he's not hearing it, why would you av- avoid that? I'd be fixing it. I got the answer. Start crying next time you guys have sex and start saying, what's wrong with me? Like, why? Why don't you get, why don't you get excited for me anymore? It's me. And he'll be like, what? Like, I must be fat or I'm ugly or something. And start blaming you and get all emotional. But what if she is? Huh? Yeah, but what if she is? <laughs> and then, okay, okay. <laughs> be. So exactly. Brett's, Brett's rule would be, Tamara, what are you doing wrong? Yeah. Like, why isn't he hard all the way? Are you gross? Are you clean? Are you gigantic? Or uh, check him with his guma, see how he does with her. <laughs> Maybe he's worn out. <laughs> but yeah, so you have to do the thing where, you know, you start acting like you've noticed that he's not excited for you and make it your problem. Then he'll want to fix it. He's like, I just don't know why I don't excite you anymore. What do you mean? I, I, it's different. You know it. It's me. Am I ugly? Is it because I have zits on my back? If you have zits on your back, Tamara, yeah, go to well, get, get that straightened out. That's one of the reasons. I'm 80% less hard now, too. <laughs> But yeah, start blaming yourself. Start making it noticeable that he's not excited for you. And, and sw- play the blame game backwards. Or cha- change some stuff up, too. 
Do oh, yeah, try a little harder. But yeah. she's just going to be – that'll just upset Spice her. Spice it up. Let's do this, though. But like, Let's say she spices it up and he still can't do it. Like it is a medical and there's, thing. Yeah. What you really want to find out is whether or not this is his problem. And the fastest thing to do is act like – tell him that I know you don't find me attractive anymore. And here's the other thing. He might tell you, I don't. It's all I got. Yep. So you're running into that wall. You might have him being pee-pee sensitive and all. But dude might not find you attractive or something. That might be a problem. And that's not, the uh, again, another tough topic to bring up. Sure. Hey, he didn't want to tell you that he hates your hair now or something. I don't know. You can still rally up and get wood. More than likely, Tamara's right. This dude's got something going on. And it's not. Or it's just stressed what out. A side or, piece? Nah, maybe side piece. Maybe stress at work. Maybe just it's dying. I don't know how old he is. It happens. It sounds like. Um, you know, one good thing is maybe she's initiating more mm. or he, you know, that's another gauge. You can tell out, if, especially on the guy side of it, if he's not initiating, then maybe there is something Well, wrong. I mean, like that totally goes away. If his wood isn't working and he knows it, he probably wouldn't. But what if she put on an extra 30 or 40? That's the thing. Well, we need to know more about Tamara's yeah. story. But right now, we if I'm Tamara... Send yeah, us a picture. Uh, yeah, send us a couple. Yeah, yeah. Holmberg, you know that. Yeah, you I know see us. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. Send us a couple of uh, bikini shots, and we'll tell you how hard Ooh, you can man. make us. Careful. Yeah. Because there may be a chance I'm at, I'm at half staff. I'm 65% <laughs> because it's you. Or you look great, and he's got something going on. But blame yourself. All, ladies, always blame yourselves for what's wrong. Most of the time. Yeah, whether it's true or not. You'll be right. No, but if you did that, Is cry and act like, oh, you're yeah. not attracted to me. I mean, every guy would be like, what What am I doing wrong? Because the last thing a guy wants is to feel like he's not satisfying. Does he drink a lot? No, don't start that, Brady. That well, no, that's just one bar. of the things. If, if all of a sudden when you tend to be going at it, if it's on the weekends or whatever sure. and drinking's involved. That, yeah, most be. people would notice that. Like, oh, he's drunk again. Yeah. That's why. She's saying it's just a constant. Yeah. Send pictures. Act, yeah, send, send pictures to bbogan at 98kupd.com. He'll tell you. <laughs> and blame yourself and make him have to be, you know, call to action will be, oh, my God, no, you turned me on so much. What's wrong? I can tell. It's just different. You don't even get excited for me. I'm totally excited. What do I need to do? Because every guy wants to be the conqueror. And if you're, telling, if you're telling him and he doesn't know it, that it doesn't feel like anything's good going down there, then a guy will, then his pride will kick in. Then he, it's not an insult. It's he's doing something wrong. Here's a gauge. When he comes home after work and walks in the front door and just offers a, a fist to pound, <laughs> you know, a greeting. He hates you. He doesn't hug you anymore. That's a sign. Yeah, it could be. Well, that's okay. how Brady something. does it when he yeah. meets, exactly. meets, uh, when Brady meets a pig. Yeah. Right. If he's not hugging you, it's the Brady method. Brady if you just get a fist bump or like a point from a distance and two guns. <laughs> What's up, wife of mine? You didn't make the cut. Yeah, you're slowly slipping out of his <laughs> his spectrum. And vice yeah. versa, too. Yeah, you might be a pig, too, guy. But I think my system works. Make him feel bad for not pleasing you because you make him feel like you're not enough. He'll do anything he can to fix that. If you tell him, hey, your wiener's not hard enough and it's not pleasing me, he's going to be offended. Like That's the first method. And then if he says, I can't do it anymore, something's wrong with me. I got low T or whatever, then you're on the right road without having to talk about it. Some people just can't talk about their penises. Their parents won't let them. They have funny little nicknames for it. They won't. They don't have serious conversations about it, and then it just goes away. 
And a lot of guys won't go to the doctor to tell them, hey, this thing ain't working right. That's hard to do. Well, that's <laughs> soft to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, well, you all have a lot of problems. That's tough. Should have Toledo in here. He's got to know about this. <laughs> you know, soft dicks. Eh, he didn't come in. I was kind of baiting him. Uh, it's 934. <laughs> there you go. That, my friends, is what Brady did. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.